I like these activities that favor doing the workouts in front of the kids. Just going back to the whole, you know, demonstrating how important fitness is. Mm -hmm. It really is a vital piece of your lifestyle. And it doesn't necessarily have to look like going for a run or doing a workout video. Maybe fitness for you right now in this stage of your life is going for a walk. You know, maybe it's keeping a set of weights beside your desk and whenever something, whenever you're waiting for something to render or whatever, or, or waiting for something to load, you just pick those up and you try to do some curls. <laughs> whatever it is, make exercise a regular part of your daily experience. Hey, Rachel. Hey, Ben. Good afternoon. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing really well. I, uh, I, I slept terribly last night. Did you again? And yesterday was a, it was an awful day. Yeah. It was kind of a low day. I was in such a bad mood. You were. And it's funny when you're in a bad mood, I can always tell because you have these eyebrows that are very expressive. (laughs) And when you're in a bad mood, it's like those eyebrows scowl the entire day. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, better steer clear of him. Yeah. (laughs) And it's, it's weird because it's not often that it happens, you know? So like when it does, everybody takes notice except for the boys apparently because they were still giving you a hard time yesterday. (laughs) They were, they were, man, they were something else yesterday. Anyways, I didn't get very much sleep last night, but I feel fantastic today. It's almost like there was, it, it was a pendulum. Like I swung completely the other way and I feel like I'm in a great mood. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Because yeah. last night I was like, I'm just going to go to bed. I don't even want to hang out. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you, you made a good decision <laughs> there because, but, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad it's a new day. I'm thankful for new days. Yep. And do overs. Right. Because mm-hmm. yesterday was not my best. Well, today we're talking about actually, I mean, this is this is something that can have pretty heavy influence on the kind of energy that you have. It can have an influence on, you know, feeling positive versus feeling negative. And and so I, I think this is a fun topic. Making time for exercise when raising kids. Now, uh somebody in the chat, Charlene, said an alternative title to the show could be making time to work out when overlapping and hustling. I thought that was fun. And so I think, I think some of the stuff we're going to talk about, um, even those who don't have kids but feel like they have difficulty making working out a priority. Yeah, um, which we'll, is always hard when you're working, I think. Yeah, but I, I think you'll find some inspiration from this episode. So you and I, uh, and, and just to give a little bit of background, ever since we were married you've always been the one who's just really into staying in shape and staying fit and and working out. And I've always aspired to be as much of that as I can. And at times it's, it's come easier to me than others. Yeah. But I I think back to when we first got married and we were going running together several days a week. Yeah. Even when we just had our our two oldest, Jaden and Asa, we, we bought, a double running stroller. Mm-hmm. And would brave the hills out here to yeah. push them all up. Those are hard to find. You know, it's even harder to find as a triple running, yeah. <laughs> a triple running stroller. Yep. So we were doing that pretty consistently. And then as our family grew, I, I know for me, I definitely started to have more and more difficulty just because of the logistics and I was getting busier with my own business, making well, time to work out. I think part of it too was that we used to do it together. And so um, I'm all, I've always been a very motivated person myself. And so I, I think that helped you to become motivated. So when we stopped doing it together, it was almost like you didn't have a motivator anymore. You yeah. know? So not that I like pin that all on me, but it, it becomes it becomes harder when you don't have someone to do with it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Or do it with. 
So, so I want to, I want to start by talking about what I believe is the cornerstone for making exercise a regular part of your life. And this has actually been the tether that has brought me back to working out regularly when my circumstances have made it very difficult. And, and that is my mindset. It's the, it's the way that you think about exercise. Um, exercise is a vital piece of the puzzle. It influences many areas of your life. It, you have more energy and focus when you exercise regularly. Your body is healthier. You have more of an ability to keep up with the demands of life, not just in the present, but the things that are in the future that you can't even foresee. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's this readiness that comes with um, with exercising regularly and keeping your body healthy. And so thinking about it as this is a vital piece, this is actually something that has to be there in the same way that you think about drinking water or eating food. Like these are, these are things that I just, I have to do for my body. Yeah. Now, not eating food and not drinking water have more immediate effects, but not exercising over time makes your body sick and, and can cause disease and mm-hmm. many other complications and issues, not to mention the effect that it has on your work and on your uh, personal relationships. Yeah. You can't think about exercise as a temporary fix. So if you're, if you're thinking, okay, I have, I have a weight goal, I want to lose some pounds, and so I'm going to work out. And, and you're thinking to yourself, I'm going to work out until I reach that goal, whatever it is. That's not what exercise is supposed to be. That's, that's not how you use that tool. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it that way, um, if, if you think about it as a temporary fix, you're going to have less success with it. You've got to think about it as a lifestyle. It's just a part of your daily, weekly experience. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about the long-term health thing because this is another piece of the mindset that is really important to me. I think about today, the things that I, you know, we've got six kids. That's a lot to keep up with. Mm-hmm. Takes a ton of energy. Yeah. Um, but there are also the demands of my business and just being mentally sharp and keeping up with those things. And, uh, and just all of the, all of the other things in my life that I need to have a healthy body in order to be able to do. Mm-hmm. So the body that I have today the the ability that I have to use my body to accomplish those tasks is something that I've inherited from my past self. Your past, your past self is the one who basically gave you the body that you have today with which you can do things. And, and, and wherever that is, maybe you feel like you're not very healthy and that's making things difficult for you. That's the body you've inherited from your past self. Mm-hmm. Maybe you feel like you have a lot of energy and you can do a lot of things. That's the body you've inherited from your past self. And certainly there are variables in there. Some of us have different body types and come by it a little bit more naturally, you know, faster metabolisms. But eventually it really comes down to staying healthy in the long term. And so the work that you have ahead of you in your 30s, in your 40s, in your 60s, in your 80s, whatever that is, as long as you're still breathing and you have work to do, you have something to contribute, the health of your body in that moment is going to determine how effective you're going to, is part of what's going to determine how effective you can be at carrying out that work. And so when you work out, you're not working out for yourself now, you're working out you're exercising so that your future self, your future body is ready to take on the things that you will have to do then. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's another great way to think about it. And then the final piece of the mindset is just thinking about, thinking about exercise as something that's as important as anything else on your schedule. Corey McCabe said in the chat, I find that when I tell myself, I'll work out today after such and such. I don't end up doing it. But when I say that I'll start at 8 p.m., I usually end up following through. So there's, there's real power in actually giving it a, a place on your schedule, mm-hmm. you know, blocking oh, out yeah. that time. 
So what do you do you actually schedule your workout times? Yeah, my workout is done at nine o'clock every morning. There you go. I'm sorry, eight o'clock. Okay, yeah. I'm off on my hours. It's all good. But it's funny because um I was just I'm gonna go off on a tangent for just a minute. That's fine. But my mindset is a little bit different. You know, you talk about uh the mindset of of desiring to be healthy, desiring to um do more in your work and that kind of thing. And I think mine stems from a little bit different. I guess it's a more selfish kind of thing because um, I'm the survivor of eating disorders and things like that. And so my motivation pretty much always comes down to what my body looks like. Yeah. And so uh, after having six kids and that kind of thing, like I, I bust my butt to try to get back to, you know, pre-pregnancy kind of thing. And so, so for me, it's not just about the, uh, the being healthy, but it's about actually looking good, which feels a little bit selfish, but also I feel like has helped keep me more motivated maybe than just the healthy piece. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think some people probably have that motivation and I don't, I don't think that it's a necessarily healthy motivation because I would rather be more motivated by being healthy. But the reality is there are some people who probably aren't as motivated by just being healthy, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I'll just, I'll be honest when I, uh, that people use this example, but it's funny because I heard it after I had already made the observation watching the first Thor movie. If, you guys, <laughs> yeah. if anybody follows the, you know, Marvel movies that come out, but Chris Hemsworth, he, you know, he worked really hard to get this really nice male physique mm -hmm. and he's got a scene of course, where he, he takes off his shirt and he's changing his shirt or something. And I'm looking at that on the big screen and like my, my dad bod is so <laughs> like, I've, I'm, I'm sitting there and my jeans are tight and my stomach's kind of hanging over and I've got like <laughs> nacho cheese dripping from my mouth and, and I'm feeling so bad about myself in that moment. And so it's, that is, that's definitely not a healthy motivation in the sense that you, if, if it causes you not to accept your body and accept yourself, right? the way that you look right now is a part of who you are. And there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with having a little bit of extra fat and stuff. So where, where it becomes difficult is where it affects your health and your energy level. Mm -hmm. Now I will say that when you work out, when you're exercising regularly, you're going to see changes in your body. And some of that can lead to you feeling more self-confident. And the self-confidence piece can be a really healthy thing. Mm -hmm. So I think you've got to find a good balance Yeah, there's there. just a balance with it. Um, <laughs> Eric in the chat said, yes, after my wife liked Hugh Jackman on Facebook, <laughs> that flipped the switch for me. It's like, man. Oh, Hugh, maybe I should. Uh... Hugh Jackman's got nothing on this. <laughs> um, that is, oh gosh. Okay, men, listen, your, your muscularness is such an insignificant measure of how much of a man you are. And you need to know that. You're so much more than whether or not you've got muscles like Hugh Jackman. <laughs> so anyways, I, I just, I wanted to say that, but, but the health piece really is the healthiest <laughs> motivator. Yeah. And, and the thing is the looks, the appearance, the, the, you know, whatever idea you have of what a, a nice looking body is that falls apart, you know, over the years, yeah. things are going to sag. It happens. <laughs> things are going to sag. I'm just saying. They don't have to. I'm just kidding. Um, I was going to say that one of the things that motivates me now too is not just the, the health piece, but also, I don't know, there's something about the way that your body feels when you're working out. Um, and it, it, you know, it's all the endorphins and everything. You're just, like oh, you're, yeah. you're riding high. And I just, after a good workout, I'm so incredibly satisfied. Mm -hmm. with what I've done with my time, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's a huge motivator too. Well, there's, um, 
I, I, I experienced this thing recently and honestly, I'm, I'm now kind of still in the beginnings of getting back into working out regularly. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it, it still is a struggle for me to be consistent with it as much as I'd like to. So I had gone for maybe a month where I, I just wasn't working out, but, um, but I'm starting to experience this thing where I, I really crave almost like you crave chocolate or some other food. I crave the feeling of having to take deep breaths, you know, like when you're yeah, working out when, and, yeah. you're, and you're, and you're trying to catch your breath, that feeling of filling my lungs full of oxygen, you mm-hmm. know, is kind of addictive in a way. Anyways, it's kind of, it's interesting. This is this is the biggest part of it for me with the mindset and this is the final piece before we move on to some helpful tips and some things that we can do. Oh, I am going to share with you later. I want I, I'll I'll tell you guys this. I can do 50 push-ups in a row. I can just I can just knock it out. 50 push-ups. <laughs> I can I only do about 25. I can't do any more than that for some <laughs> reason. I just, you know, I burn out. But I, w- I will tell you later on in the episode how many push-ups I can do when I have a four-year-old on my back. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, so the final piece of mindset, really, especially if you have children, is the example that you're setting for them. When your children see you making exercise an important part of your life, they're more likely to do that for themselves. And so that, that's a huge motivation for me. My brother and I, um, growing up, we didn't really have much of that as an example. Um, my mom would go for really long walks. And so that was, that was probably the most positive example we had in terms of, of just physical fitness. But I think because that wasn't a really important piece, I didn't grow up, I didn't go into adulthood thinking about it that way. Mm-hmm. So when you, when you exemplify that as an important piece, your kids are more likely to take that on as well. Yeah, I don't think, I mean, my parents never taught me any of that. Really, when I went off to college, like my motivation was don't gain the freshman 15. And like we got a... You know, we had a... That was not my motivation at all. <laughs> I, I ate pizza for two meals every single day from a pizza buffet. Yeah, it was at, pretty college. bad. Um, but we had a gym that was free with your tuition. And so I just went and used that. Yeah. I used the pizza buffet. <laughs> yes, you did. You know what, though? I, I never used my meal plan. So that was that was my... I mean, I would not eat and then run six miles a day and lift weights so as that, if that would. Is that why when we were dating, you had so many extra like meal oh, yeah. things? Yeah. Cause my I, parents were ticked off because they were uh, yeah. like, why aren't you using these meal plans? Cause I wasn't, I wasn't going to school there, but I hung out with you a lot and yeah. it seemed like you could always pay for my meal. Oh yeah. That's I had funny. so many left over. All right. So let's get into some of these tips. The first one is one that you may not like, but it's waking up early. For, for many people, I asked this question on Twitter, how do you make time to exercise? Mm-hmm. Corey Miller said, I work out before anyone else is awake. Morning routine, this is from Scott, morning routine, stretch, sketch, write, run, slash workout. Uh, many others answered the same, that they... They have to get their workout in before the kids wake up. Otherwise, it just doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. And in order for that to be possible, you have to go to bed earlier. Or you have to lose sleep, which is counterproductive. Why would you you make time to work out and then not get enough sleep? Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, I don't know. It's kind of like, it's kind of like the people who, who work out regularly so that they can eat bad foods. Yeah. Without feeling guilty. Mm-hmm. That, I, I mean, mean that, that, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I, if I were to wake up though, like before anybody on the house woke up, I already do that, but I have like a long routine of, you know, I do some writing, I do some reading and in order to fit exercise into that time, I mean, I'd have to get up at like four in the morning, which I'm not going to do. Yeah. 
Um, so I usually use the kids' nap time because we have three away in school, and then the other three take naps. Um, I mean, that's what I used to do. And now I just do it while the boys are actually playing, and sometimes they'll do it with me. Yeah. So. But but that's, you know, like while they're sleeping, that's a good time to mm-hmm. get your workout in. And that that doesn't always mean that you can, you know, go for a run in your neighborhood or go right. to a local gym necessarily. But there are other things that you can do that we'll get to. But the going to bed earlier thing is tough often because we have these habits that we get into, these things that we do at the end of our day to try to wind down. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't. We don't really want to think about anything, and so we turn on the TV and watch a, a show, or you know, and and spend an extra, and then that kind of maybe gets us a little bit wired, and we start, you know, we we watch another show because we're binge watching something. So, so if this is really important to you, you know, going back to the mindset thing, if you see this as a vital piece, what are the things that you're doing in your evening? that are less important that you could cut out so that you could go to bed earlier and get up earlier and do your workout. Mm-hmm. This isn't, this isn't an easy thing either. This is hard, but that's just an, one idea. Another idea is getting help. So the, the first place that you can go and, and really for us, it's, it's been kind of a natural thing, but your spouse is, if if your spouse is not aware that fitness is a priority for you, getting them on board with that um, can free you up. You know, maybe maybe you talk about it and they say, oh, "Okay, well, how about two nights a week? I put the kids down and you can go for your run, or how about two mornings a week? I'll go ahead and make breakfast so that you can get your run finished in the morning or your workout." And depending on your situation, that might not be possible. But but having the support of your spouse is really important. Mm-hmm. This was kind of a fun idea that I had, not just for exercise, but also for uh, going on date nights and stuff. But uh, create some kind of a childcare co-op with other parents in your community. Mm-hmm. So if you're not if you're not an outgoing person, this may feel like you know pulling teeth. But if you can find other parents who also are, you know, crunched for time but want to make working out a priority, maybe you can work out some deal where once a week you watch their kids along with yours and they can go for, you know, for a quick run or, or get a workout in. And then another day during that same week, you flip-flop and they get to watch your kids and you go for a run. And, you know, the more people you get involved in that, maybe the more time that allows you to do that the more times per week or whatever but even if you, if you're not doing anything right now even if you can get out once a week that would be better than just not doing anything yeah so that might be a possibility this morning i did something that's kind of similar to that but we set up a a play date with some good friends of ours they have twins who are this uh not just 9 months older than our twins. So the older three boys are in school and I'm responsible for the boys on Friday mornings. And I can't, I can't take all three of them out to go running. Like I said, we don't have a triple stroller. Yeah. And it would be super heavy. Yeah. Um, but we have a single running stroller and I worked it out to where their twins and my twins could play together in the playground and they had their play date and my friend's agreed to watch them for 30 minutes while I took Asher in the running stroller and went for a run. And so, you know, get creative about where, when and where these things can happen. Maybe you can find a way to make that a regular thing. Some parents even like the play dates because we've got, uh, we've got one set of parents who, when we bring uh, a couple of our older ones over, they feel relieved because now they're occupying their kid's time yeah, because they only have one kid. Yeah, and so their kid, their kid's not asking them for stuff all that you know. So yeah, we feel a little bit overwhelmed when other kids come over here sometimes. But get get creative with that, and then most importantly, the kind of the most important kind of help you can get is accountability. 
So if this is something you truly want to make a priority, surround yourself with people who you can share your goals and your commitments with, who will hold you accountable to those, who you know, okay, I'm going to have to answer to them. And if I, if I don't follow through, you know, I'm going to have to let them know. Um, I asked on Snapchat, you know, what are, what are some things that make it possible for you to work out regularly? What are some things that make it difficult? Um, Sarah said, one other thing I thought of that was, that has helped me keep going with working out. I have three mom friends who all do the same workout. We all live in different cities and states. So they, they all live in different places. We have a group text going, encouraging each other. I've not missed a workout in seven weeks because of the accountability. And we complain about the burpees and laugh about the soreness. I absolutely need another person to do it with. So accountability is a huge piece of it. Yeah. For me, I actually created public accountability. I put out to all of my friends on Facebook and I let people know in the community that I was uh, doing this fitness challenge for myself. I'm actually trying to reach a target weight and I created a page and outlined all my goals. And so now I've got public accountability and uh, and every once in a while, I kind of have to stoke that fire again and just let people know, yeah, this is still something I'm doing, but I'll still from time to time have people asking me about it. And I also have an accountability partner, um, Aaron Dowd, who is uh, the podcast dude on the network. Go to thepodcastdude.com. He's got some great stuff, but he's also on a fitness, uh, on a fitness journey. Did I tell you he reached his goal? Really? Wait, yeah, you did. Yeah, so very excited for him. But that was he, like last it was a couple of weeks ago, right? Yeah. But yeah. he he and I are account personal accountability partners. So so I've got layers of accountability, and this is really, really helping me stay on track. All right. So this is this is probably the funnest tip that I have. And that's, uh, it's something that I'm calling the integrated workout. Okay. So this is, let's say, let's say you don't have time to go to the gym. You can't work it out to where you can actually go for a run. You know, the only, the only time that you have when, when you're not working, you're having to spend watching or taking care of your kids. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the integrated workout is one that actually uses the time that you spend with your kids. And honestly, even though I have time to go out and work out without the kids, I'm thinking about doing at least one of these a week, hmm. just making it a part of it because one, because of the example that it sets, but two, because it's a more playful form of exercise, which is really good for you. If you can work in some kind of playful form of exercise every week, it's just a, it, your, your body treats it a little bit differently than, you know, trying to go for a jog or doing some intense video workout. You know, your brain is engaged in other ways. And so it's, uh, it, it's really good to shake things up that way. So playing with the kids uh, in certain ways can be a form of workout. And we've got a few different things that we do. I'm going to list them off here just to give you some ideas. All right, so there's freeze tag. Mm -hmm. at the local park. I mean, how sweaty was I <laughs> last time we went? I, I was getting pretty winded too. Yeah. And I, we've got really five who can run away and play. Uh, the twins who are, who are four, they don't quite get freeze tag. Yet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But my challenge is, you know, I've got to tag and freeze them and and meanwhile, the ones who haven't been frozen yet can run around and unfreeze if you don't know how freeze tag works. Yeah. So it's a ton of like short burst sprints. I'm, I'm also doing some climbing, you know, like kind of parkour type stuff. Yeah, because it's on the playground equipment. Yeah. I mean, I do things, I do things <laughs> that I'm like, I'm 33. Should I be doing that? Yeah. You, you know? like, you climbed up, they have like a fireman pole. You climbed up one of those. Yeah. The last time we played. No, I well, I don't go all out, all out like that. I just run. 
No, I go all out. I don't know any other. I'm afraid of hurting myself. I did definitely hurt myself. Yeah. <laughs> but it's great because you're spending time with them. The kids love it. I mean, we're ch- I'm chasing our five-year-old Hosea and he's just giggling the whole time. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's adorable. So great. Um, another thing we do is dance party. Mm-hmm. You can get pretty sweaty in that too. Yeah. <laughs> so we just, we put on some popular music and, and, and just there in our living room, we dance and we show off our moves. Mm-hmm. And this has actually been a great form of exercise. Mm-hmm. Just the, moving your, and you can't, you can't go in there and like, you know, just like, oh, okay, you know, I'm swaying my hips or like, you have to get into it. Mm-hmm. It's like aerobic freestyle dancing. Yeah. I have another game that I play called Floating Baby. And this only works if you've got uh, some older kids and then a baby. Oh, yeah. Okay. I know what you're talking so about. So what I, what I do is I, I pick the baby up and I kind of, I get... I crouch down just a little bit, but then I, I, you, I hold the baby in front of me and I chase the kids. <laughs> I chase the older kids. The baby loves it because it's like, I'm flying through the house. I'm keeping up with my brothers and the older boys love it just because I don't, there's something that kids love about being chased. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I'm, I'm, and so I'm using my muscles to hold the baby up. I'm kind of in an awkward position and I'm also running. And so it, it's kind of a good full body. It could get workout. dangerous too. So just you got to be, be careful. careful with that. Yeah. Maybe get a helmet for the baby. <laughs> and then the last, uh, the last one that I have is uh, called daddy's a gorilla. Oh, okay. Velociraptor is also a variation on this one. Mm-hmm. Essentially you emulate whatever animal it is. And when I do a gorilla, I actually get down, like I, get down on my knuckles and I can run like a gorilla. I'm actually very good at this. Yeah, you are. I should probably take a video. I think one of the first times our oldest laughed was when you did this. Yeah. Right. So I'm going along as a gorilla. I'm jumping onto the furniture and I'm (laughs) chasing. These are all chasing games. You haven't done this one in a while. You might have to do it tonight. Yeah. I could Snapchat you while you do it. Okay. (laughs) All right. Are we making a promise? Okay. The Velociraptor one is um, is similar. That you know, it's a chasing thing, but you you kind of get up on your uh, on the balls of your feet. Mm, this you one's pretty your, funny to see. You pull your elbows into your chest and you put your fingers out like claws, and you uh, I'm, we're gonna have to. Yeah, I don't you're gonna know have to show that one too because I the first time I tried to do it, I almost fell over. So yeah, you'll have to show people how to do it. So another. Another way that you can do an integrated workout is actually using the kids as weights. And I noticed somebody posted something on Facebook about this guy in Australia who actually put together this full workout Mm -hmm. regimen course thing. And he looks like Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth is also from Australia, (laughs) but he, he looks like Thor, like he's super cut. But what he, what he did to get that way was he actually used his kids as the weights. Hmm. And so it's fun for them because they get to ride on the muscles and, you know, but, but they actually, it's, it's kind of better than free weights because they move around and they wiggle, Mm -hmm. you know, so, so your muscles have to compensate a little bit more. And he had a lot of great things, but you can just Google using your kids as weights for working out or something like that. And, People have posted videos of how they've done this. That's pretty funny. So some some may be safer than others. So just, you know, use discretion there. But like I said, I can do 50 push-ups just by myself. I just today had the four-year-old climb onto my back. I was able to do 28 before my arms gave out. Nice. But it's pretty good. But it just the because they're what, like 35 or 40 pounds? Maybe something like that. Yeah. It's pretty good. So that's one of the ways that you can do that. And then, of course, you can do your workout while your kids are doing other activities. We have, um, we live in a cul-de-sac, and so our kids like to go out in front and run around. And I could get out there with the running stroller, put Asher in it, and I could 
I could just run around the cul-de-sac. Mm-hmm. I actually, I did some measurements and I found out how many times I would need to go around the cul-de-sac to equal one mile. Mm-hmm. I think we did that a while ago because we were thinking of doing it while they were sleeping. Yeah. So we never had to leave side of the house. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was something like 26 times. Yeah, it was ridiculous. So, I mean, you have to really do a good job of keeping track. Although I wonder now if these running tracking apps, you know, that use GPS, I wonder if they can track. Circles. That. I, well, I wonder if they can track that close. Yeah. We'll have to test it out. <laughs> this segues into the next tip, which is workout videos. This is workout videos are, are you can do that. While you're watching the kids, you know, while they're coloring or doing some other activity, um, or it just might be a convenient way to get your workout in while they're taking a nap when you can't leave the house. Yeah, this is pretty much all I do. Every now and then I can get out for a run, but um, I pretty much only have the ability to do workout videos. Yeah. I've always got the kids here. So there are a few different ways you can do this. YouTube has tons of free workout videos. You can do your own research. We purchased some, so we we went ahead and invested some money in a few different workout programs that were specific to the kind of, you know, muscular workout we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. You have you have moms into fitness, yeah. It's the pretty fierce, right? And you you've actually purchased a few programs from them. Yeah, they're all really good. Um, I've done some of the moms into fitness workouts with you. Mm-hmm. And I can't keep up with yeah. you. Mm-hmm. You know, she's she's doing the work. I don't I don't know how these instructors do this where they're doing yeah. the workout and they're talking at the same time. Yeah. I couldn't but, do that. But she's, you know, she's there, she's doing the workout and she's like, "Come on, ladies, you can do it." And I'm sitting there just huffing and puffing. And it's terrible. Yeah. Um, but I have a workout program called Insanity that I. Use. Yeah, we bought that one a few years ago, but. Um, it's pretty I, insane. Yeah, it is. Um, there's Sarah mentioned the Dollar Workout Club. And I think it, you can go to dollarworkoutclub.com. And for, correct me if I'm wrong, I think it's a dollar per week. You get five days worth of new workout videos they also give you some recipes and and tips so and and this is this is something that you can subscribe to and the workouts the the workouts are relatively short um i haven't tried that out but i've heard good things about it Mm -hmm. i uh i like these activities that favor doing the workouts in front of the kids just going back to the whole you know demonstrating how important fitness is. Mm -hmm. It really is a vital piece of your lifestyle. And it doesn't necessarily have to look like going for a run or doing a workout video. Maybe fitness for you right now in this stage of your life is going for a walk. You know, maybe it's keeping a set of weights beside your desk and whenever something Whenever you're waiting for something to render or whatever, or, or waiting for something to load, you just pick those up and you try to do some curls. <laughs> whatever it is, make exercise a regular part of your daily experience. And and I, I just I I love the idea of doing this in front of the kids in a way that helps them not just see it as, oh, that's you know, that's something I should do, but really to think of it as, oh, that's just a normal thing that we do. Mm-hmm. Just the same way that they think of the bedtime routine where one of the things that this is just what we do is we sit down and read together. This is just one of the things that we do. We sit down and eat a meal together for dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, I, want it to, I want it to be that consistent for them. I, I know that we've tried in the past also, like we've we've gone on a family run and things like that. Where, uh, I mean, obviously we weren't able to run very far, but the boys ran all the way down to their school and back with us. And I feel like that was a really fun time too, because our, our boys really enjoy running, you know? And, and it's like half a mile to the school. And then, so when we got back to the house, it was a whole mile that they had actually run. 
And so it, it's it's fun to get them doing stuff like that too, because it's not, you know, like we we play with them and we exercise. Um, but it's also, I don't know, there's also some value in showing them different forms of exercise. Uh, yeah. Because when they become adults, I mean, I feel like probably the the best workouts you can get are when you play like a kid. Um, but the reality is when you're an adult, you don't often get that chance, you know? And so yeah. you kind of have to go outside of your normal stuff and, and make time to work out, you know, like we, we have to do that more now because we're so, what do you call it? Sedentary. Anymore. Well, yeah. You mean just in general as a society? Yeah. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we don't walk anywhere or anything like that anymore. Cause one of the things that I count, I mean, I don't really count this as a workout, but I know that it's, it's also, you know, good for my heart and good for my body is we walk our boys to school and I do it like, even if it's raining, if it's just raining a little bit, we'll still walk to school because it's just, it's good for them to be out and exercising and it's good for me too. Yeah. You know, so. So we have a few questions that I wanted to get to before we close. This one was from Eric. He said, how are you able to set time to work out when you have work to be done? And this is, um, this is similar to the next question, but I, I wanted to throw in an idea here. This was one that I heard about from Aaron and I put my own spin on it, but he keeps weights next to his standing desk. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's, that's where I got the idea where that I mentioned before, where if something is loading or you're waiting for something to render, instead of taking that opportunity to go get distracted on Facebook or other social media, say, oh, okay, I'm going to, while that's loading, I'm going to do some curls now. Mm-hmm. So you can, uh, my, my spin has been, I just do some push-ups now when I'm waiting for something to load. Mm-hmm. By the end of the day, I'll get like four or five sets of push-ups in. And it doesn't, because I've made it more of a habit, it doesn't feel like, oh, I had to, you know, intentionally set time aside to, you know, do five reps of 15 push-ups or whatever. It was just something that kind of happened gradually throughout my day. Mm-hmm. But I can see, I can already see the results from that. You know, yeah. I, can, I, I feel how much stronger I am. I wonder if, because I don't usually wait for things to load or anything. I'm not, you know, I'm just writing on a computer. Yeah. I wonder if like between transitions, I should start doing something like that. I would probably focus more on like, push-ups and abs. Well, and maybe the maybe the takeaway here is there are probably little places like that. Yeah, you know, these, exactly. these smaller sections of time throughout your day where where you could, you know, do a little bit of multitasking. Maybe maybe while you're taking a break, you do a quick yoga workout or something. You know, so but the but the idea is making it a habit. Mm-hmm. so that you, you're no longer thinking about, it's just like, oh, something's loading. It's time to go do push-ups. Charlene asks, how do you justify working out when overlapping and hustling? There's always so much to do. There is always so much yeah. to do. So this, this just goes back to the beginning where, and I think so much about the long-term aspects of this. Mm-hmm. If I think, if I feel like the work that I'm doing today is so important, and honestly, I feel like because of the skills that I have and the things that I know and the the experience that I've gained over the years, the work that I'm doing today is more meaningful than the work that I was doing in the past. Mm-hmm. And so if that trend continues, it stands to reason that my future self will have even more to offer. And so I want to make sure that my future self is as ready as possible to be able to deliver on the kind of value I have to offer the world. Hmm. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to get to, or, or maybe your end game is you're going to hustle for a while and then you, you're going to travel for the rest of your life. Well, how, what kind of state do you want your body to be in when you're traveling? Mm-hmm. Do you want to be healthy and fit so you can really enjoy it? Or do you want to have to travel while also trying to nurse some long-term injury that you've sustained because you weren't taking care of yourself? So that's that's the way you think about it. 
And it's not a matter of how do I squeeze it in? It's really a matter of, you know what, this is as important to me as these other things that I'm hustling and working on. And I would rather sacrifice some of the short-term gains that I could make in my business today mm-hmm. so that I'm ready and capable for the long-term things that I have to do. That's a good, that's a good mindset. I, I have trouble taking actual work time and doing a workout in that. So for me, like m- my workout time happens when I'm watching all the kids, you know? Yeah. And so it feels like it's not, it's not taking away from work that I would be doing anyway. Yeah, I think so. It's almost like I'm not. I'm not really sacrificing a lot. <laughs> well, and and with the integrated workout stuff, that's a way that you can still make that time that you're spending with the kids meaningful while doing something good for your body. Right. Um, I think Charlene's question was coming more from the side of somebody who doesn't necessarily have kids, but mm-hmm. you know has a lot of yeah. Uh, and and it, even if you don't have kids, if you're really hustling and you're trying to do meaningful work. There's no less the feeling of, wow, there are just not enough hours in the day. Yeah. You know, that's that's a universal feeling. And so really it just comes down to the way that you think about exercise and the role that it plays in your life. And you know what? I remember last week there was a day that I felt really overwhelmed with everything that needed to be done. And I actually skipped my workout because it was like a, I think instead of 30 minutes, it was like 40 minutes is what was required. And I remember like, that my attitude, the way that I approached the day, everything was completely different. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get nearly as much done as I needed to. Like yeah. I probably would have gotten more done had I just done the workout and then gone to work, you know? Yeah, it's really it's really interesting how that can be true. Yeah. So, well, we've covered a lot here today. Uh, and I, And I hope that this has sparked some ideas for you and um, made it possible. I'd love to, uh, if you're listening to this, whether you're listening live or you're listening to this in the future, uh, if you go to intheboatwithben.com slash contact, you can actually get in touch with us directly. I would love to hear from you. And if some of these ideas have worked for you and it's made it possible for you to get into a better workout routine, I'd love to hear about that. If you're still having struggles and you have questions, I want to hear from you as well. So go to intheboatwithben.com slash contact and get in touch. Rachel, where else can people go to find us online? Intheboatwithben.com. That's right. If you go to intheboatwithben.com, we have a list of all of our episodes there, show notes for every episode. So if you can't listen, but you can read, um, that's a great resource for all of the topics that we've discussed so far. While you're there, you can also sign up for our newsletter. If you sign up for our newsletter, you will get a free gift from us, a guide called Pursuing Your Passion Without Guilt. It's a a five-step checklist to add a weekly guilt-free work block. So that's for those of you who are uh, trying to pursue a passion, trying to build a business on the side, but you feel like you're having difficulty doing that while raising your family, maybe dealing with some guilt there. That's what this guide is for. And we're sending it out to all of our newsletter subscribers as soon as it's available. If you want to find Rachel, she is at racheltolson.com. You can follow her on Twitter at Rachel Tolson. And you can follow me on Snapchat at Ben Tolson. I do a lot of fun stuff on Snapchat. (laughs) You should definitely follow me there. Thank you guys for listening today. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you. Get your exercise. Rachel, what is your favorite kind of exercise to do? Um, I really enjoy interval training. Yeah.
Yeah, it's like the, you know, it's the endurance mixed with the strength. I just, I like feeling strong. Yeah, yeah. So that's probably my favorite. What's yours? You know, I, I feel like it's, I feel like it's a tie between, so I love running. Running's probably my favorite. Really? You used to hate it. You, we used to, I used to run six miles a day when I was in college. Yeah. And sometimes I would invite you to do it with me and you hated it. Yeah. How did that change? Well, I think, I think what changed for me is having the ability to bring something along to listen to you. Hmm. So there, there's that. I can. Yeah, I remember, I seem to remember back when we were in, when I was in college, you used to want to talk while we were running. And I was like, I'm not going at a pace where you can talk. Yeah, yeah, don't even. <laughs> yeah, so that's not, I want, I would love to get to a place where I can record my thoughts while I'm running. Yeah. But, because I, I do some of my best thinking oh, when yeah, I'm Oh, yeah, when you're running, yeah. So, but I love listening to a podcast. Uh, I can listen, just listen to music and running. It's just so relaxing. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes I don't listen to anything and I just, you know, I, I use that time to think about things and I, it kind of, it kind of depends on what mood I'm in. If I'm, if I'm feeling a little bit negative, I'll, I'll probably like listen to music or I'll try to listen to something that's motivational to get my mind off of other stuff. But you know, if I'm feeling inspired and excited about something, it's fun to just, you know, allow my brain to work on those things while I'm running. Yeah. I also, but I love the interval training stuff too, just because of the challenge of it. I and and it's not it's not so much the doing it. I hate. I actually hate doing. Yeah, I know. That's interval training. Yeah, you're the reason we stopped doing insanity. But I like getting to the end of it and feeling like, wow, I did. You know, I did that. Mm-hmm. And then push-ups are really fun too. You know, what I think I enjoy about the interval training is that, uh, especially when it's with a video, is I'm a very competitive person. And so I really, really enjoy like working really hard to get ahead of the video because, yeah. I, because I've done them so I know what's coming. And even with insanity, like some of it is repetitive and so you know what's coming. And I really like to see if I can beat people, you know? Mm-hmm. And I enjoy doing it with you just because of that too. Well, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not good competition. Uh, yeah, that's true. I, I, I said it in the episode, those moms into fitness workout yeah. videos. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I guess I thought, oh, they're workouts. <laughs> oh, it's for women. It's for women. So obviously <laughs> like it should be. Wow, Ben. You know, it's kind of like when the woman comes up to bat in baseball. You, everybody you, scoots you up. At, like, everybody scoot up. Oh, my gosh. It's not like that at all. What a macho I, viewpoint. I, I'm very humbled. Yeah. And you, to- I mean, you toast me. I, I just can't <laughs> keep up with you. But I could outrun you in a foot race. Well, a sprint race. Mm-hmm. I don't know about a distance race. Yeah, but sprinting definitely. Yeah. I'm fast. <laughs>